the exercises with a bite wedge and tugs and things like that and helping each other. And then when they get access to a decoy, they work on the things that only they can work on with a decoy, right? So there's a lot of these sorts of skills that we can use uh, and develop. So I use them a lot for that as well. Uh, and then um, I use them a lot for targeting exercises, right? So I play with these things a lot and teach my dog when I'm playing with him uh, different targeting areas. So I'll leave him and I'll hold it up here high like this and make him jump up, boom, and hit it. I'll hold it down like this. I'll hold it across my body like this at an angle and make him turn his head and grab it. I just mess with all kinds of different presents. I'll spin around and make him grab it from behind me like that, wham. And all they are is just basically little exercises to teach the dog to hit a target in different places in relation to my body. And it makes those dogs um, uh, more efficient targeters when we go to the protection work. So then if I start showing them different body pictures, they know how to adjust and hit a different target, hit what they're looking at, instead of just kind of like throw themselves at the guy in some fashion. And in some sports, that's much more important than others, but it's a component of all the sports, right? They're, it's important that the dog know where they want to bite and be able to make subtle adjustments if a guy makes a different presentation than they're used to. If some guy moves different, he's taller, he's shorter, he presents higher, he, pre he moves differently, and your dog misses a bite because he was expecting uh, uh, a different kind of presentation. So the more we practice those skills ourselves away from the bite work, the better our. So I use the bite wedges a lot for that. And I use these a lot uh, in the early stages of biting, right? Because again, it mimics a lot of the surface and texture and stuff of a sleeve, of the Schutzen style sleeve. So we use this a lot in foundation bite work for those dogs. Um, only it's much easier to control and make presentations and, and all that kind of thing. So we use these extensively with with sleeve dogs while they're learning to bite before we put them on the sleeve. So kind of as a transition for a Schutzen dog between uh, a rag or tug and the sleeve, we use these a lot. Huh. Um, and, they're, and they're easy to hold on to. So like you, I have lots of people, again, that use them a lot for conditioning, right? So they'll just back tie their dog and play tug with their dog. So I hook my dog up on a harness and I play tug with one of these things on there for two, five, five minutes, whatever, tugging, lots of tugging and stuff, and builds the dog's jaw strength and builds their endurance. And so it's a basically a conditioning exercise, and they're great for that as well. Huh? And they tend to be soft enough that you don't have to really worry about hurting the dog's mouth either. Right? So if I do a, yeah, you, yeah, so I could just tie them to a post and on a harness uh, and just get out, and then I come up and boom, I give them a bite, and then I can pull back against that harness to make them have to use their jaw or whatever I want to do. Right? And again, it depends on how strongly the dog's biting and how much of that energy they supply themselves. That defines how much back pressure I use when I'm working with the dog. Right? So the dog that needs uh, uh, more energy in their bite, we use a lot of back pressure to make them have to bite down or a dog that doesn't bite satisfy, then a lot of times I make them feel like they're gonna lose it, and then when they win, I let them possess it, right, as a technique to make them like biting more. Right? So it depends kind of on the dog's motivation and strength and intensity, how much back pressure we use. We wanna eventually, obviously it's help. Like the dog has to learn to work without any back pressure. So our goal is to get the dog off it as soon as we can get the dog off it. I don't wanna have to keep doing it, but with some dogs, it's necessary that we continually maintain the dog with some back pressure. Uh, other dogs, as soon as they as soon as they start biting a certain way, they use, we almost never use back pressure with them anymore. Right. So, like my older dog, I we're going to put him on a harness today for the misses, but he virtually never uh, I virtually never use back pressure when he's biting anymore. He just he supplies the energy himself. He's biting a certain way. There's no reason for me to put back pressure on him. Uh, the only time I would do it is if I was changing target areas or I was going to show him some different kind of picture 
and I wanted to be able to control where he went and control his, his biting under those circumstances. I filmed this video at Michael's school in California. He gives two-week courses on protection training, and this video was just a few minutes of the two weeks.